People don't want to believe that, though. People that live outside of New York want to think it's New York's fault. They don't understand what's going on in the state. Listen, Long Island, I told you, it's been a, nothing but a cesspool of fucking racists, you know, quote unquote, swing voters, you know, who should have kept their fucking seats and should have never ran for governor was Thomas Richard Swazi and Kathleen Rice. They should have just went on and ran for re-election. Listen to the black man, Hakeem Jeffries from Brooklyn, who actually gets Democrats elected. Instead, y'all wanted to make yourselves known, which y'all have no name ID. Nobody even knows who the fuck you guys are outside of Long Island. Welcome to the weekly show about art, politics, and pop culture from a phenomenally female perspective. I'm Sarah. I'm Shantae. I'm Eliane, and this is Unapologetically She. to another episode of unapologetically she we are on episode 27 we're season two episode 10 if you have not listened yet um i suggest that you go back to season one is a long road we are a politics and culture uh podcast with unapologetically views and from a very female perspective so sarah <laughs> How's then it was just us two. Huh? Then it was just us two. Yes. Then it was just for us for now. For now, just us two today. It's been a long week. It's been a long this week has been a long ass year. <laughs> long ass week, long ass year, tiring ass year, long ass year. Can't believe even though it did go by fast, but it just so much shit happened. God, this week has been like completely knocked me off schedule because I've been like watching the polls like a hawk and like dealing with like the anxiety and everything. But we held the Senate. We held the Senate. So I'm happy. We held the Senate. We just need Warnock to make it to 51 and then we can have majorities on all the committees and... Instead of the whole tie and all of the committees so we can actually move stuff out of committees and do more stuff. So it's just, I'm, whew, small breath of relief for that. Just waiting for the house numbers to be finalized. I just, you know, the house, you know, it's going to be ours because you know, they already starting this shit. The Republicans and Freedom Caucus people, they starting this shit. It's like, we're not voting for Kevin McCarthy. I told people, mm-hmm. and Sarah said this, I said this, I told people they're not fucking with Kevin McCarthy or even Steve Scalise on the low low. So they're not getting that house. You know who's gonna have that? Nancy Patricia Pelosi is still going to have that gut. <laughs> <laughs> we just need Steinberger and those two other women to get on board because Steinberger better not fuck it. She better fucking not 
I swear to fucking God. There's too much at stake. There is too much at stake. We have a slim fucking majority if we take it. Like, there better not be any fucking around. Because even though people don't like the squad, but the squad will vote for Nancy Pelosi. So I'm not even worried about them. I'm worried about Steinberger. That's who the fuck I'm worried about. Mm, she's like i'm not gonna vote for it we need new leadership i was like well you didn't really say i don't know if you really said anything after what happened to nancy pelosi's husband but right now we need someone that's going to bring that party together and who brings the party together and who also get republicans to vote on shit is nancy patricia pelosi so mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. oh baltimore maryland who now is the congresswoman out of san francisco california yeah yes so Ah, what else have you been up to this week? I saw your pictures of your manicure. Yes, I got my feet and nails done and need to be done. They were a hot mess. I just didn't show people, but it was a hot mess. And my nails actually finally grew because Good. my nails were starting to get very weak. Yeah, at one point. Yeah. So don't fucking do gel all the time unless you got acrylics. And even that, you still got to take care of your acrylics. Yes, you do. You always take care of your nails, regardless if you have falsies on or not. Ah, so I did my manicure this week too, but I do mine every week. They look nice. Let me see what's like silver. Yeah, like a silvery. Yeah, but I mean, like they change in different light. Like they look silver now, but then like if I go in different light, they look more like purplish, and they're like iridescent. So. And a whole lot more sparkly than I fucking feel right now. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> right now, it's doing your nails and, and feet is escape from what the fuck is going on right now. Mm-hmm. Some people like to listen to artists that I don't listen to. That's fine. You can do that. I was still listening to my dance hall. I was listening to like my R&B and stuff like that because I don't know where R&B, what direction is going to today. But uh, <laughs> because... <laughs> not going in the positive direction that I wanted to go into, but I digress. But, you know, listen, you've got to listen to your throwbacks. Listen, Sarah listens to Prince, so. All the time. He's my favorite. He's my favorite. He will always be my favorite. Listen, my daughter he will still be making music right now. Huh? He will be making music right now yes. if he was still alive. Him okay. and Luther. Yes. Oh God, both of those. Oh God, that's what I'm saying. Music is like gone down. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't listen to a lot of the newer stuff. Me neither. Hardly. Can't get into it. I don't know. So. Hardly. And I'm and I'm supposed to be the young person. I'm 36, and I'm like, <laughs> can't. can't do it. Can't do it. What I can do though, and what I'm gonna do though, is have a shot right now with our drink of the week. I see you whipping that whipped cream. I do. I left it. I like. I had whipped cream on my drink, and it was started like melting and oozing down the side. And I was like, okay, I'm just gonna eat the whipped cream off, and then when it's time to do drink of the week, I'm gonna put more on top. So our drink of the week this week is a Nutella vodka shot. And whoo, it's strong. It is. It's strong. It was stronger than I thought it was going to be. I just need to pull up the the uh, ingredients on it. Um, but you are going to need. See, I should have had this up beforehand, but I failed. 
Uh, you're gonna need three quarters of a cup of Nutella, which is delicious, a half a cup of sugar, one and a quarter cup of uh, one and quarter cup of heavy whipping cream, two cups of vodka, whipped cream, and strawberries. And you just put it all in there, except the whipped cream and the strawberries. You put it all oh, in a blender. Blend it all up. You get a nice chocolatey looking drink. You put your, you spray your, see, I'll even add the sound effects. There you go. Whipped cream. Put your whipped cream on it. You garnish it with a strawberry and there you have it. Yo, you like sweet drinks. You and Ellie, no, Ellie and like sweet and strong drinks. You just like sweet drinks. I like sweet and strong too. I mean, I like to, I like tart drinks too, but I gotta be in a mood. But yeah, so this one, the drink of the week, I've, this isn't a double shot glass, so I'm like, it's like extra. But I had, I, <laughs> I tasted one earlier. I had a shot earlier, and it was strong, like the vodka. I could feel it going down my throat. And then I made, and then I made like a mocktail version of it for Dina, so she could have one because she's been bugging me for whipped cream all week because she saw me buy the whipped cream. They're eating the damn whipped cream. So yes, <laughs> eating the damn whipped cream. So uh, I just made her some with um, some of the um, whipping cream and the Nutella and blended that together, and then put whipped cream on it. Yeah. So she had her own little shop this morning of Nutella and cream. So while you guys um, enjoy Sarah's drink of the week, the ingredients will be posted. Trust me, because I know y'all want to go to the store and get some Nutella. Make sure y'all click the coupons. Because uh-huh. you know prices is... Oh my crazy. God. Oh my God, the Nutella. Like, it's always been a little bit pricey. But I went in the size jar that I normally get. Actually, I get a smaller one because the size I normally get, it's not even a huge shirt. It was like 10 freaking dollars. That's why you need them electronic coupons. Even though now the coupons are not coming in the newspaper no more. Maybe in cheap with the shit. Now you can sign Ooh. up to coupons.com or y'all just can go to like sign up when y'all sign up for the stores. Clip the motherfucking coupons. I'll be clipping those coupons for my mom. Giving her $400 worth of coupons and trusting her ass to use them, okay? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So... And I even use them. I'm like, clip, 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 clip. Because Nutella's expensive. Mm-hmm. You're lucky to get that shit for two for ten. Mm. Okay? Dead ass. Dead ass. But there are burning questions. And, um, you know, I think, you know, I was going to follow the you know, the list of burning questions, but I think I'm a freestyle just a little bit, if that's okay. It's always okay. You're so good at freestyling. Yeah, on the ones and twos, psych, I'm not. But (laughs) Sarah, the North or the South, which where you choose to live? I know that the responsible answer would be the South so I could like actually get out there and do something and help. But man, I like living in the North. I don't deal well with humidity and I've been in the South and I can't, the heat and the humidity and just, I can't handle it. I know the socially responsible thing to say would be go to the South, but I'm a Northern girl. 
Well, you know, as a person that got a mother from the South, I choose the North. I choose the North for many reasons, because one, um, who wants to drive on a dirt road? This is true. Who wants to drive with frogs and shit just walking freely? Who wants to deal with the fucking alligators? Word. Come Not out of your fucking stores. <laughs> oh, no. Possums and shit. <laughs> Who wants to deal with wildlife walking into the store while you're trying to shop? Who wants to deal with hurricanes and tornadoes or ice storms? <sighs> well, we do get some of that up here, just not as bad. No, down south, they get ice storms like crazy. Yeah. Hell, look at what happened in Texas. Jesus. Oh, that flood, that water. It's called infrastructure, which none of the Texas representatives hardly, well, some voted for the bill. Um, yeah, we know which ones, though. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Raphael, <laughs> we looking at you. Ah, uh, he's such a punk. <sighs> Do you want another burning question? Sure, why not? Okay. Hot dogs and hamburgers. I know, I'm sorry. But... <laughs> I don't, both, I can't. I can't, I mean, I'm not going to turn down either one of them. Listen, you know, so funny. I feel the same way. Because <laughs> if you get a real good, you got to go to like a real like burger joint to get like a really good hamburger or hot dog. You just can't just. Yes. You can't go to a franchise. No, no, you've got to go, you've got to go to like the small, like the small business owned and operated. You got to get the good stuff. Where they make the ground beef, season the ground beef, and they put the cheese on there, mm-hmm. and then give you the, all the other stuff that you want to put in it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then our last burning question. Oh, you're going to go with three today. Ooh. I'm going to go with three. Okay, so it deals with fashion, Okay. 90s fashion or 80s fashion? 2000s. Either either three. Which one do you choose and why? None. (laughs) They were all so bad for different reasons. I mean... I like... Well, I do like the... I, I like the leg warmers of the 80s. I like that. I do not like the crimped hair. Um, the nineties. Okay, I would I would say out of all those, I would go with the nineties, because the nineties was a time when they were actually when I could actually find jeans that fit me, because they had they had the lower waistlines. Like I didn't like the jeans where it wasn't covering up your butt crack. I hated those jeans, but the ones that like the low riders, I liked those ones. I could get those anywhere. And I had wider hips, a bigger butt and a small waist. So the low riders would actually fit me. And I didn't have that whole two inches 
off the back of the jeans where my waist was too small. So yeah, okay, I'd go with 90s. Me, I will go with 90s as well, even though I was a kid. I mostly basically grew up in the 90s and you can say early 2000s because I was born in the 80s. Um, I liked the Timberlands, the North Face, the Windbreakers. That was cool. The jeans were cool. I didn't really care for the grunge style like that. Um, and I didn't care for the uh, Britney Spears style, you know, the ones with the low riders where actually you get to see the butt crack. I didn't like mm-hmm. that shit. And, I, and as a person that was a teenager and in my adult years in the 2000s, I didn't really care for the, the really baggy jeans, the really long white t-shirts. I mean, mm-hmm. like, we didn't do that really here in New York like that. Thank God. It was mostly uptowns, like the, well, the Air Force ones, that's where people call them. We call them uptowns here. Mm-hmm. And we did that with like some jeans um, and like a white t-shirt, but the, but people like really fucked up the white t-shirt and the jeans era. So I'm just like, nope. Mm-hmm. And I and I did not like the bandana shirts, the bandana halter tops. I hated mm-hmm. those. And they're coming back. And yes, and the and the leather shirt that has like the little diamond thing. Oh. Why? Why? Why two K fashion? Why are we repeating fashion mistakes? Why at least take the good parts from that era? You know, like like the North Face coat, <laughs> the Timberlands. The Reeboks, I, I I understand it. I understand it. All this other shit, no. Mm-hmm. And and the Gen Z's repeating it like you wasn't even alive. <laughs> you wasn't even alive when this shit was horrible. It was. It was. Not gonna lie. I didn't even like it. I was like, Mom, I don't like this. Mm mm. Mm-mm. I was always a sweatpants and, and a sneaker girl, but the difference is I wore good kicks. Yeah. New balances, Nikes, I wore them. Mm. God. But, folks, that was our shot. I mean, not shot and change. We're about to get into our shot and change. That was our favorite <laughs> question. See? But now we, um, we're about to get into this whole entire you know, um, shot and chaser. And Sarah, you go first. Oh, I'm going first? Yeah, I'm not going first. Why would I go first if I'm doing shot, if I'm introducing the shot and chaser? You could go first. (laughs) Oh, God. Uh, So I've been thinking a lot this last week with the returns coming back and I, uh, I'm torn. Like part of me like wants to say the whole privilege thing and be like, you know what? Forget white women in, in the South because they're obviously not going to do the right fucking thing. You know, it's like they, they voted over 70% for Brian Kemp. Like I, Part of me That's wants to thing. say that, like, we're never going to get to them and that we just need to focus on the younger voters because younger voters put us over 
that limit that we that that place that we had to hit to save the Senate to save democracy. They put us over that. But they only voted at 27%, the younger voters. So imagine those numbers have more younger voters showed up, you know? And it's like, I, I know that we need to keep trying to reach white women in the South. I know that we need to keep trying to reach them, but it's like, where, where do we focus on that? Because even, even when we talk about things that directly impact them, like abortion rights and the economy and stuff like that, even when you made it specific to them instead of the greater good, they still voted against themselves. So it's like, how the fuck do you even counter that? You know, I, I'm doing soul searching with that one. Well, I would like to answer and to your shot and chaser, because I don't want to cut into your shot and chaser. Oh, no, go for it. It's just a two of us, man. Come on. Listen, white women. Now I'm going to sound like Sarah. <laughs> you know you voted against your your own pussy you voted against your own interests you did you did you voted against your own right to choose you voted against democracy you voted against the allies because the reason why we're coming at y'all because y'all the ones that position yourselves to be fucking allies. But then when y'all go to that voting booth, you do the exact opposite. And then y'all wanna come at people like me or even come at my sis like Sarah and said that, oh, we're all in this together. Don't, um, don't, include, don't exclude us. No, exclude you because the reason is because you keep doing this fucking shit. And not just only in 2016, you've been doing this shit before my existence and probably Sarah's existence too. Y'all never really overwhelmingly voted for um, Democrats. And if y'all did, y'all voted for them at 50 something percent. And that was for Bill Clinton. Mm -hmm. I think that was the last time. Yep. And that was 19. That was in the 90s. And mm -hmm. I was a kid in the 90s. Yep. Y'all did not vote for any other, even with President Obama. Y'all did not carry him to victory. It was Black people and young people. Yep. Bill Clinton was my first vote. First time I ever voted was for him. My first vote was John Kerry. And that was 2004. And you white women still fucked that one up. So mm -hmm. great job. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I think, you know, and Tiff made, she made very valid point that white women showed up in key races that we needed to carry us over the line. So white women did what they needed to do in some places, in some places, but the overall picture is that we are still problematic as fuck and we're still voting against our own interests, you know? And it's like, I'm, I'm having trouble with wanting to just say, you know what, fuck them because they keep doing this. They've been doing it for decades. 
It's obviously not changing and washing my hands of it. But then at the same time, I'm like, I can't fucking do that. I can't, I can't give up on that because nobody else is, you know, like. Well, in those Southern states, Brian Kemp is going to do some more damage. He is. He's going to probably make y'all motherfuckers lose your houses and businesses. He's and gonna wish you would have had Stacey Abrams. He's going to hurt him. He's going to hurt him so bad, you know? And it's like... I'm still trying to get my thoughts together on it because I'm so fucking angry. You know, I, I'm so fucking angry at my demographic and I'm fucking disgusted and dealing with other issues on that that I will discuss another time. But yeah, anyhow. And it's not just only your demographic. Look at Texas. What, what the fuck happened in Texas? Evalde. How does 70% of a community vote for a person who made it easier for that fucking baby killer to get a goddamn gun how how sorry that really makes me fucking mad because those babies die mm -hmm. mm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i do not understand it i don't i i fucking don't you basically just said with your votes that you don't care about those babies that mm. No, fuck. And if those parents of those children voted for that fucking man. Hmm. Hmm. Hmm is the right one. But we're going to take a little shift. Yes, please. Two, and then we're going to talk about eviction piling up across the U.S. Because that's my shining chaser. According to the NBC report during the COVID era protections and rent climb. So I'm not going to read the whole article, but I just read some. They said, as recent as Friday morning, more than 100 renters are facing eviction throughout filed through Arizona Judge Anna Huberman Court in what's becoming a typical day of hers of the waves of evictions hit Phoenix and other cities large across the country. The vast majority of renters that day have missed their October payments and few weeks earlier and we were now at the risk of being removed from their homes within days according to the judge one woman said her rent money that month went to for to pay for her mother's funeral a daycare worker um said she didn't get paid for two weeks when her workplace meant with temporary shutdown due to covid so these daycares they don't pay a lot of people no and they say eviction filers have been on the rise and were above the historical averages and a half of 1059 counties tracked by legal services corp a federal funded legal aid group during either august or september the problem is expected to get worse in the coming months as federal rental resistance uh, assistance money runs out and people are unable so this is exactly why the senate was important to get and we got it we're going to get Herschel Walker through the finish line. He's actually going to win his race because Herschel Walker's stupid. No, no not Herschel Walker. Not Herschel Walker. You said Herschel Walker. No, oh, shit. Oh, shit. Please. We're going no. to get Raphael Warnock. Don't put that out there. Sorry. Sarah, this is how tired I am. You know I don't fucking like that man. I don't like his fucking son. I don't give a fuck. I don't like, his, I don't like him or his fucking son. 
or their whole fucking no. existence. No. So anyway, we're going to get Raphael Warnock through the finish line. Reverend. The Reverend. The Reverend Senator Raphael Warnock across the finish line. How are you? How are you going to be? How are you going to profess to be a Christian, Southern people, especially Southern white women? Just real quick. How are you going to profess to be a Christian and not vote for the damn Reverend? Reverend. Reverend. Actual Reverend. Huh? Christian women? Huh? Christian white women? Huh? Answer me that. Answer me that. They sure love to sit at Ebenezer Baptist Church, but they want to cast a vote for him. I mean, the caucasity, as you can say, but I digress. Uh, yeah, but shit like this with the evictions going up, that's why we need Senator, the Reverend, I don't know if he's a Reverend Doctor, he seems like he's a Reverend Doctor, Reverend Raphael Warnock to, you know, stay in the Senate to actually serve six years, six-year terms, so we don't have to worry about that again. And um, just to make sure people can stay in their fucking houses because COVID really did a number essentially yeah. and, and exposed a lot of um, racial and um, equity disparities amongst black people and people of color. And people have to understand like this shit was happening before, but no one acknowledged it. That's why going back to the, the demographic that positioned themselves as allies, Y'all say y'all for us, but then when y'all go to the voting booth, it's a whole nother fucking situation. And some of y'all are living off skim row because half of y'all need that motherfucking rental assistance too. Mm -hmm. And y'all need money for the farm and shit like that, but y'all want to vote for Republicans that ain't going to fight for your ass? Mm -hmm. It's an infraction in the Republican Party right now. They're not going to vote for, um, what's his name? Uh, Kevin McCarthy or Steve Scalise to be the speaker. And Republicans, people say they may clinch the, the House. They're not going to get the House because they got issues. They got problems. Okay? They're not going to get you your, your fucking whatever. They're not going to get anything for you. That's why those people in Long Island, those guys are not going to fight for your salt. Taxes, you know who else is going to, you know going to do that? Kathleen Courtney Hochul. Governor Kathleen Courtney Hochul. She's going to fight for that shit. Mm-hmm. Yes. The Republicans didn't run on any policy. They have no policy. The only thing that they are going to accomplish is <clears throat> bans over our bodies. You know, they're gutting, you know, the only thing they plan on doing is making, further eviscerating the middle class and making poor people poorer. That, that's, that is their game. That's it. That's that's their plan. They have no policy positions. You know, it's and people are in these situations because of bad calls by Republican quote unquote leaders. You know, it's with their refusal to deal with the COVID crisis when it hit our shores. You know, they let it go instead of trying to deal with it right as soon as they got here. They could have nipped it in the bud, and they didn't. They even want to give you $1,400, okay? Nope. They voted against that, all of them, all of them. And now we have people that are facing evictions because everything shut down. And we might have another wave again. 
Because it's about to happen. We about almost 100 million cases in. I'm glad I got, I, I'm glad I got the, the bivalent booster. I just, <sighs> this is such a fucking mess. It's such a fucking mess and it could, hmm. See what you did? That we are in this mess and people have such a short attention span that they think that this mess is on Democrats instead of the previous administration who allowed it all to happen. It, people have short memories and it's just like, I, I am appalled that we have so many fucking stupid people in our populace. Stupid ass people, dumb ass people, as our good friend said, you know, this is why you should read some damn books and sit your ass down. Buy the t-shirts. <laughs> Oh, has it on a t-shirt we're gonna put the link up we are gonna put the link up on our social media so you can go and get yourself some shirts <laughs> read some damn books and she got the sweatshirts too and the cuffs uh-huh uh-huh oh god so now we will have our we'll move on to our bitch ass and badass of the week which the last week's nominees for Bitch Ass and Badass of the Week. Okay, so if you're new here, Bitch Ass and Badass each week, the hosts pick three nominees for Bitch Ass, Badass of the Week, and we let our listeners decide who wins. You guys take the polls online. Bitch Ass of the Week, pretty self-explanatory. Badass of the Week, pretty self-explanatory. We bring you the best of the best, the worst of the worst every week. So, Last week's nominees for Bitch Ass of the Week were George Will for his bullshit op-ed completely disrespecting and disparaging our Vice President Kamala Harris, uh, calling her stupid, fuck off, uh, CNN, and their Mike Pence, their, bull their bullshit Mike Pence interview right before the midterms, and uh, Chris Christie. And what was the reason for Chris Christie? Because he said abortion was not the most important issue. That's right. So with 41% of the vote, our winner for bitch ass of the week is George Will. I'm not surprised. Those never Trumpers, I, I don't really like them. Me either. And do not go after Vice President Harris. Do not. Just no, do not. Well, Bill Maher did. So he got his ass handed to him too, didn't he? Sure did. And when I come back, I might make a reappearance tonight and be like, I think I'm going to go off on certain people, you know. Mm. I think they need that since I've been gone. People have been acting like a fucking idiot. Been acting crazy all week. So for our badass of the week, last week, we had Hillary Rodham, Hillary Diane Rodham Clinton. Uh, and she was, what did you nominate her for? For coming through for the governor with the vice president and with our attorney general, who was reelected twice, the first black politician in the state to serve in an executive position, got reelected twice. Mm -hmm. We love Tish here. Yes, we do. 
<laughs> um, President Biden for his um, fiery speech on saving democracy uh, just before the midterms and early voters for the obvious, showing up, getting out there early. And with 61% of the vote, early voters win our badass of the week. And early voters came through for Democrats. Yes, they did. Yes, they did. So for this week, our nominees, Shantae, who would you nominate? I nominated, um, let's see, because like there was, I think, did I put it in the chat? I believe you did. did. You did. Yes. Oh my God. My nominee is Jay Jacobs. <laughs> the New, New York, York State Democratic State. Chair. <laughs> yes. And the reason is because <laughs> now Long Island is completely red thanks to Jay Jacobs and his leadership. Now Long Island is red. Some parts that were Democratic. Some parts of the state is now red. We lost two state Senate seats because of Jake Jacobs. You know, we lost some assembly seats, even though we still got the Democratic majority because of Jay Jacobs Jr., you know, just fucking shit up for everyone and blocking Black women. Can can we get a round of applause for him comparing mm. the... um? The Democratic nominee for Mayor Buffalo, comparing her to David Duke, or blocking the, yes, he did, blocking the first Black woman to run for governor. The actual fuck he did that? That the fuck he did. And he blocked Letitia James for running for governor. Yes, and he did. not to run. And then also what he did in Long Island is to tell people not to donate to certain candidates because he had candidates of his choice. And guess what? They all fucking sucked. So a round of applause for the bitch ass nominee, my nominee, Jay Jacobs Jr., the New York State Party Chairman, who is being asked, being called to fucking resign. As he should be. And he fucking should resign. He's, he's a joke. He's a joke. So my nominee is Elon Musk for the bullshit that he's pulling with Twitter, with his little tiny dick energy, his raw chicken looking ass. Unseasoned. He unseasoned. <laughs> and South Africa seasoned their food. Hmm. I nominate him because he's a shit business person. I don't know why anybody thinks that he's some fucking genius. He's not. He inherited apartheid money. Fuck off. But yeah, I nominate him because he's making a mess out of Twitter. It was already messy, but it's just fucking going down in flames now. So fuck that guy. And then also we have a nomination for the pundits and pollsters regarding the midterm elections and predicting this so-called red wave that don't look at the fucking data. Red they wave. Yeah, they switch their shit. They like Steve Kornacki with, Kornacki with his hands. Cause you know he had issues with his hands. He had surgery on the hands, so you know he had to move his hands. Oh. Even now, he has a hard time saying that a Democrat won. 
he keeps trying to frame it as, well, Republican will have to do this and this and this and this and when it's like, save the fucking Democrat one. Like, why is that so fucking hard, dude? Fuck that guy. I can't. <laughs> can't stand him. So those are our nominees. Elon Musk, Jay Jacobs, Pundits and Pollsters, and our badass of the week nominees are uh, Josh Shapiro, because his candidacy in Pennsylvania flipped a lot of red districts with the governorship. He flipped a lot of red districts blue. And that was just like amazing. If you guys want more information on that, um, if you're on Twitter, go see Tiff's feed because she's got it all up there with the map. But his campaign, um, the people that were hitting the ground for him just blew it out of the water. It was bank for him. So. amazing. Yeah. So that's my nominee is uh, Shapiro. And um, our other nominee that Elion sent over to us, um, she nominated the Wakanda Forever cast. So, and who's your nominee? My nominee is Democratic elected women winning mm-hmm. governorships. We got, we about to have eight women winning the <laughs> governorships, including our governor. Mm-hmm. And so even though she didn't win by the numbers like a certain person, she won over 50% of the vote. So, and it was my county, the lovely Manhattan that everyone wants to criticize. My city, most of the boroughs, except one borough that's cast away because you can't take the train over there. Um, <laughs> we all voted for her over 50%. We deliver by 82.1. Mm-hmm. Followed by the Bronx, the Boogie Down Bronx, then mm-hmm. Brooklyn, then Queens, and then mostly parts of upstate, you know, did they thing, including Sarah's County, they did they thing, so kudos to y'all, we delivered for Governor Kathleen Courtney Hochul. Yes, we did. I'm excited to see so many women governors. I'm excited to see that. I would be more excited if Stacey Abrams was among that list. Yep. But she would have been the ninth. She would have. She would have been the ninth. She would have been the first black female governor ever. And the people of Georgia, we know which people of Georgia did her dirty. So, yeah. So our nominees this week for Badass of the Week, Josh Shapiro and his campaign, women governors that just won elections and the cast of Wakanda forever. So we will have polls up when this episode airs. So um, make sure to check out our social media sites for those polls and go ahead and take them. And then we will have the winners up next week. Well, thank you, Sarah. And thank you for tuning in. Now, if you want more content, of course you can go to our Patreon page. We have it. You can check out our page. The link is there. And remember to check us out on our social medias um, at the T-H-E-E Joyful She. It's all. That's all of it. Every single social media outlet that we have, find it under that handle. Find it under that handle. Until then, folks, you have a lovely week and see you next week. Bye. Thank you for joining us for another episode of Unapologetically She. I'm Sarah. I'm Shantae. I'm Eliane. You can find us on all social media platforms at the T-H-E-E Joyful She. And it's because of listeners like you that 
we are able to share our thoughts on current events. Please support us on Patreon at The Joyful She. We'll see you online.